You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Good evening. Welcome to Love Logical DNA Not Required. This is Michelle L. Anderson coming to you live from Podcast Detroit Royal Oak Studios. We are looking forward to intriguing and entertaining you every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Let me start today's show by saying thank you for joining our family, which is biological by nature, love logical by choice, DNA not required. Well, hello, 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 everyone. Thank you for joining us tonight here at Podcast Detroit Studios in Royal Oak. I have a very special guest with me tonight. I have Dr. Teresa Moore, who is... (laughs) A little bit of everything you could possibly think of, but she's a mental health professional. That's what her profession is, but her purpose is to help women heal, and I truly feel that. And she's got so many other purposes, but I met I met Dr. T <laughs> at a sister self-care retreat in Highland, Michigan at the Red Poppy, and those of you who have gotten to know me through podcasts or just just in general, you hear me talk about the Red Poppy in Highland, Michigan, because it is a home away from home. And it's also a retreat center that's totally filled with love. So I always have to make sure that I give Lynn and Tom a shout out because it's a wonderful place. And during this this self-care retreat, I met some of the most wonderful women And Dr. T was one of the women who I met. And her room (laughs) at the retreat became the gathering place. That was the kitchen, as some of us knew it growing up. It was the backyard, as some of us knew it. Sometimes it was the porch. It was wherever the women came together to talk and, and share and oftentimes they helped heal each other. That's yeah. where their conversations came from. Yeah. That's where their hearts poured out. Yeah. And that's what your room was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I likened it to a safe haven. Yeah. You did. Yeah. You really did. It was it was nice. And what was said there stayed there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It stayed there and it was some good sisterhood ships. That grew out of that. Yes. So, yeah, it, w- it was an awesome experience. Yes, it was. It really was. And, you know, a lot of us still keep in touch. Yeah, we do. Text messaging. Yes. And there's a lot of trinkets that we got across that weekend that I hold dear even to this day. Mm-hmm. And those trinkets helped me to help others because mm-hmm. it reminds me of that bond that we shared across that weekend. Mm-hmm. And that's the same bond that I hope to form with those that I come in contact with. I think you do that automatically without even trying because that's just who you are. Well, amen. Yeah. <laughs> I hope so. You know, I have my bracelet. Yeah. I have my, my stones. Yeah. Oh my and goodness. I have my candle right on my bedside table. What about your necklace? My necklace. I actually gave my necklace yeah. to a young lady who needed that necklace. When I explained to her about the mustard seed, Yeah, I gave that to her. Because I I knew that it was something that she needed. So you sold it on good ground. Yeah. Yeah. You planted a seed. Yes. That's wonderful. Yes. Because a lot of our younger adults, Mm. they don't have the opportunity to come together 
like that often. Yeah. And when I when I was talking about, you know, self-love, self-care, and that weekend came up. Mm-hmm. And then I was sharing some of the stories from the weekend. Yeah. Some amazing things. Um, we heard some amazing things. It was a breakthrough. Yes. Uh-huh. And again, I say sisterhoods were formed because there were women in the room that needed to be embraced, mm-hmm. that needed to know that, you know, they were loved and that they were valued and that, you know, not only did we love them, but God loved them. Yes. You know, so it was it was amazing. I cannot take anything away from that weekend. I just hate that it had to end so quickly. Mm-hmm. But it was a phenomenal um, time, even spending it with you. Yeah. Even from the vo- very first moment I laid eyes on you and you opened your mouth and started <laughs> talking to me, there was an instant connection. Mm-hmm. And I just I just thank God for that opportunity just to be in the mess. Mm-hmm. I could have been anywhere doing anything. But that particular, and I didn't even know why I was there. I'm going to be honest with you. I remember telling uh, Yolanda when she asked, why are you here? And I was like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I know when I was on Facebook, I just stumbled across it. My mentor, uh, uh, Dr. Fuqua, she had put something up there about um, the retreat. And I was like, mm, this sounds nice. And then Kim Rice, she said, yeah, T- Reese, we should go. And then I'm thinking, mm, I don't know. But then something leaped in my belly, and I said, okay, I'm just going to go. Mm-hmm. And then when I sat on the couch and looked around at all of you women, I knew why I was there. So it was an awesome experience. I'm glad that I had the opportunity. You know, and I'm going to tell you what really got me was to find out how many women were there from the mental health industry. Yeah. You know, and yeah. and that was a coincidence. I don't think anything was a coincidence. What, well, it was a human coincidence. <laughs> okay. It wasn't spiritually, it was meant to be. Yeah. But you all knew each other to a certain extent, like Nicole and... See, I, I, I met Alex and Nicole, and I met every last one of you all that night. Really? I yeah. thought you knew each other. <laughs> I didn't know anyone uh, oh, but wow. Kim. And like I said, Kim and I had went to grad school together, and I hadn't. we hadn't seen each other literally in 10 years. Yeah. So I knew no one. I See, I that. honestly thought you knew Nicole mm, as well. No, she's in the same industry, but mm-hmm. no, I did not know her. That's wild. Yeah, I know it. That's wild. I That's didn't even really know Yolanda. Wild. I knew that. Yeah. I knew you didn't know Yolanda. Yeah. But I don't know why I thought that you knew Nicole. Mm-hmm. And I knew Alex. I knew everyone just met Alex there, mm-hmm. which when when you read Alex and you look at what, you know, follow her on Facebook, you would think that she was in the mental health field as well. Yeah. Well, she has healing hands. So, she does. Yeah, so. She does. And uh, such a spirit. You know, mm-hmm. everyone there came there with 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 a good heart. And and you know me, with love logical hearts. With love logical hearts. And I think that we all came to be recharged. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think we came to be recharged. And I believe we, we were. We were. Uh, even those of us who were put on program, mm-hmm. we were recharged. So, yeah. You know, it's really interesting because I go to the water to recharge. Oh, me too. So that was Definitely part of did. that's part of me going to the poppy because, you know, I like sitting there on the back, you know, yeah, yeah. deck and just looking at the water. Mm-hmm. So I was going to recharge because that's that's my self-love. Yeah. That's my self-love. Last week, I went on a quiet retreat. I saw that. Yes. I wanted to tag along, but I could not get away. I will, I will always keep you posted yeah, when there is some sort of a retreat. But the quiet retreat is during the day. Mm-hmm. 
and it is so peaceful. It's so nice. And of course, there's water. Yeah. So water is my, my biggest healing thing. I, I need water and I need to say, I need to put my feet into the earth. So mm-hmm. that's my uh, place of peace. So I like water. I like sand. And I, of course, I like beauty. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. The beauty of yeah. God's beauty. God's beauty. Yes. The creation. Yeah. The creation. The, one of the, one of the greatest artists that you could ever even yeah, just the artistry of of this world he is blows amazing. I mean, like I'm just like, how did you come up with this stuff? I mean, it's just beyond my thoughts, but his thoughts are not like mine. Yes, so, but yeah. So, and one other thing that I want everyone to know is that Dr. T is an artist. <laughs> she author. She keeps Healer. telling me that. No. <laughs> <laughs> Healer. What else? I think that uh, God's the healer. He just uses me as a catalyst to help in okay. that area. Okay. Okay. Um, humble. <laughs> absolutely. Very um, humble. I'm a servant. Mm-hmm. I, that's who I am. Mm-hmm. Um, I serve in any capacity, so I don't put titles on me. My title is a servant. So whether I'm serving my sister, whether I'm serving my church, whether I'm serving my husband, I am a servant. All right. That's who I am. All right. So when I was reading your bio, and I so here she come with words again. <laughs> yeah, I'm coming. She's because coming with words. I'm gonna tell you guys when I was reading her bio, and I was like, she has accomplished so much, mm. and I purposely left out the first part of your bio because I wanted people to hear that you didn't get to where you are easily. Absolutely. <laughs> you had a, a a serious journey. Yeah. You know, and my my bracelet from the Sisters Self Care Retreat, it says life is not a destination. It's a it's journey. journey. Yeah. That's what it says. That's what it is. I believe and it's it. a journey. Yeah. And your journey has led you to where you are now. Definitely. A level of respect people you automatically get respect because of how you carry yourself how you talk to people you know the kindness in your eyes Mm. love generates out of you thank it truly does and you are a god-fearing woman i am and i were and i'm not going to be crying i'm not going to be a crying (laughs) woman right now (laughs) so you counsel, you counsel women, you counsel families, you yeah. counsel anyone who really truly needs you. Yeah. You know, and you're, you're helping people. What made you decide or what, what made you grow into who you are? Oh, wow. Um, like you said, my childhood, I didn't come from a, uh, a typical childhood, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, I had some things happen, and I'm not ashamed to talk about it now. Uh, one of the coins that I use is I woke up to win because I realized early on that I was in a fight. So from a child being a crack baby, you know, growing up in a um, area, a, a housing project, um, having to uh, take care of myself. You know, I had a mother, um, but for a point in time, my mother wasn't around. Mm-hmm. So I had a... a a woman who helped raise me and to, you know, give me some of the fundamentals I needed until my mother got herself together. Okay. And so um, I know what it's like to need someone 
and and not really have that someone there. Yes, I had other family members, but you know, sometimes you need that mother figure. Yes. And so, and I also know what it's like to want to talk and have no one to talk to or hurting and don't know how to deal with that hurt. So, I thank God that he the pain that I felt, he allowed that pain to push me into purpose. And mm-hmm. so, with saying that, I didn't know you know, what it was like to be, what what a mother was. I got pregnant very early, had a child very early, didn't know what it was like to be a mom, but God took care of me. And he used that experience to help me to get to where I am now. So being a, uh, I was a single mom mm-hmm. and then um, I met and fell in love with a great guy. <laughs> so shout out to Fred Moore. Woo, woo. Look at her. Look, look, at, look at the grand that comes. Look yeah. at the grand. <laughs> Shout out to Fred Moore. Uh, we've been married 23 years. So. All right. And But one thing I have to say is that he loved me through my pain. Because even though I was married, I still was hurting. I was lacking something. And I was wanting him to feel something that only God could feel. Mm-hmm. So I had to go through some steps of, of getting healed myself. So it's important that when you're hurting and when you're going through some things that to get helped. Sit on somebody's couch. Get some help. It's okay to say I need somebody. Hurt people really do hurt people. Yes. And I know that early on because I remember I wasn't the best wife. I wasn't the best mom in the beginning, but the Lord helped me and he showed me. So now I adore my man and I love my daughter, but it took some time to get there. And so I think transparency is the number one thing that I can be with any person that I assist. I'm transparent with them. I am not judging and pointing fingers. I'm Mm -hmm. open. Listen, I've been there. So I know what that's like. But then I also know a real savior. Mm-hmm. So, so you asked me how I got here. That's how. So my past helped shape my future. But my past didn't dictate my future because I was not going to be a statistic. I was not going to be what the world said I should have been. I was going to be who God called me to be. All right. That's deep. That's real. That's me. It is. That's me. It is. How many children do you have? I have one child that's alive, but my husband and myself, we have lost um, several children. They died at birth. Mm-hmm. So Sierra is my only child <laughs> that's alive. Sierra, delicious sweets. Whoop, whoop. Second on <laughs> Michigan, two locations. But yes, um, she is the only live child that we have. You said Sierra Delicious Sweets? Yes, yeah, Sierra is the owner of Delicious Sweets. She mm-hmm. has two locations in Saginaw, Michigan. Whoop, whoop. We are in Fashion Square Mall, and we are in the marketplace. So, okay. yeah, y'all check her out now. Okay. <laughs> now, where's Fashion Square Mall? It's in Saginaw. But where at? It's in their mall. Listen. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Look, I don't know Saginaw. Y'all look, y'all look up Fashion Square look Mall up, in Saginaw. Up, Google it. <laughs> Google it. <laughs> Google it. I know bad mom. But I, it's inside their mall. That's the only mall they have inside. Okay, mall. I didn't know. Yeah, okay. It's the only mall. And they then have. um here in the metropolitan area. Yeah, she serviced everywhere. Everywhere. She has individuals that deliver, so she serviced every area. Okay. Metro Detroit, uh Southfield, Pontiac, Flint. You name it, we coming. You see, I'm giving her her shout-out Yeah, she's getting her shout-out. Shout-out to Delicious Sweets. <laughs> <laughs> we got to support our babies. Yeah. We got to support our babies. And she's an entrepreneur, too. Yeah, she is. And got just think. Her mama. And I'm laughing because she didn't even want to be a baker. <laughs> she got thrown in the kitchen. Okay. And from there, she, you never know the plans that God has for you, but God knows the plans. Mm-hmm. So he knew 
that she was going to need that skill. So who put her in the kitchen? I did. Oh, okay. So your yeah. mom was a baker. I, You know what? I know how to bake, but I am a caterer, so I cook as well. Okay. So, yeah. I can I can get in the kitchen and burn a few pots. All right. What's your what's your what's your what's your favorite dish? To cook that where where it's coming from your heart every single time you make it. You know what? I am reminded of the lady who helped raise me, Flora White, and she could make some dressing. So that is my favorite. And then my mother was a bomb dressing okay. maker. So every time I make dressing, the smell of it reminds me of both of them. Okay. So I like to make cornbread dressing. Sage? I use sage. I do. Celery? I use celery and onions and bell peppers. Green pepper, yeah, everything. I use that. Okay. Yeah. Right. I do. I do. Right. Homemade cornbread. Yeah. We got any chicken pieces in Well, you know what? Are I like turkey now? I could do turkey. Look I could at me. Do you chicken. see me? I could do whatever. <laughs> and, and it just depends if it's being ordered or if it's at home. If it's at home, Fred like chicken. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. so. Nice and moist. Yeah, it's nice and moist. I don't like dry dressing. Okay. I don't want you throwing it at me. I want all you to right. eat it. So, all right. Yeah. All right. All right. So I, yeah, I see, I'm going to have to order some dressing. You're going to have to. I'm going to have to and order even some if you dressing. don't order it, you can come put your feet under my table and eat some. All right. I All love right. dressing. You I know, can make was... homemade rolls really well, too. Okay. Yeast rolls. Yeah. Okay. See, yeah. I, I'm a yeast roll person. That was yeah. that was what I provided for our families at Thanksgiving. Good. We're going to have to but, come um, and get together. But um, I don't I don't cook like I used to. Okay. I don't. But you still know how. But I still know how. There it is. I still know how. Yeah. Yeah. See, this this is like this. We're going through Soul Food Sunday over we here. We are, right? <laughs> Because, <laughs> you know, right. you don't see a lot of soul food Sundays like we used to, but they're coming back. Yeah, they're coming back. They're I think back. our family is, you know, bridging back together. But, uh, you know, we used to have big mamas and we had people in the kitchen literally doing yes. that stuff. So the the world is changing. <laughs> My mother was a big mama. Was she? And yes. And, you know, she actually is. Um, she's who instilled Love logical into me because I was born oh, into a blended family, know. you know, and everything. Oh. So she instilled it in me. But it's funny because my mother passed away at fifty two, mm-hmm. but she was a big mama. Oh, was she? She was a house coat wearing, yeah. chicken cooking, chopping up, you know, whatever it is. My mother used to butcher um, half a cow. All right, now pigs. that's my kind of woman. Come she on, she made through. her own. <laughs> she made her own sausage, uh-huh. hog head cheese, yeah. everything right there in the kitchen. Okay. She was a big mama. That's what's up. <laughs> yeah, that was up. That's what's up. <laughs> we would have got along. Yeah, well. <laughs> yes, yes, you would have gotten along well because she was happy in her kitchen. Uh, you know what? And I that brings me peace too. I like to get in the kitchen and create stuff. Mm-hmm. And I like the fact of being a caterer that I can kind of choose my clients, so I don't have to be stressed. And I don't have. I think if it became a everyday job, I probably wouldn't want to do it. You know what I'm trying to figure out is. Where the time comes to cater with everything else that you have on your plate. <laughs> People say that all the time. Because, I, you know, I'm, I'm telling you guys, we're, you know, we have an event coming up this Never. weekend. Yeah. Love Revealed, Love Fulfilled. Mm-hmm. Yes. So that is the fountain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Women of the Fountain is doing our second annual Wellspring, and I'm excited about it. So I, I stand along with some wonderful women. I stand along with Evangelist Reverna Reed Tony, uh, Minister Lisa Blake, and Yolanda, Evangelist Yolanda Roberts Coleman. And we are the Women of the Fountain. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited this weekend. It is a free conference. We are meeting on Saturday at the Wayne. Tree Manor. That is 
35100 Van Bourne Road, right in Wayne, Michigan. We have Kim Butler that's going to, Pastor Kim Butler, that's coming, and she will be ministering as well. We have Lady Luann Lucas, who will be our psalmist. So I'm so excited. Um, this is our second one. Mm-hmm. And so we will be talking with the women in mind. We are going to cater to the women that day. Um, again, it is a free conference. There, are, there will be vendors in the room. Um, there will be lunch provided. And I'm excited. And then on Sunday, we will have a Sunday morning service. Okay. So I'm excited. Yeah. That sounds good. It is amazing. So you heard her. It, this is a free Yes. A free event. Yes, it so, is. So, you know, if you're if you're going to be in town this weekend and you're looking for a place to get your soul filled, yeah. Come on out. Yeah, at the Wayne Tree Manor, 35100 Van Bourne Road in Wayne, Michigan. And that is uh Jesus Christ Anointed Ministries. That is their uh, facility and we're so excited to be there. Wow. Wow. We were there last year mm-hmm. and we got a great turnout and this year we're having even more individuals respond. So if you know you want to come, let us know on Facebook. Let us know you're coming. We want to make sure that we accommodate you, but you are welcome. Okay, and it's out there on my Facebook page yeah. as well. Yeah. And it's also on my Instagram. So we definitely want to make sure that you get the support. Yeah. And for those who can't make it this weekend, you're yeah. going you have another oh my goodness, event so. in a few weeks. October, October 11th through the 13th, the River. I go to the River New Wine Glory Ministries where Pastor Marlon J. Reed is my pastor. The Women of the River is presenting real. And real stands for relationships, encouragement, accountability, and laughter. So we have some phenomenal women that will be ministering that day. We're so excited. We hope that you all can come. There is a fee associated with that. Mm -hmm. Um, There will be many uh, vendors in the room as well. I'm excited. I'm excited to see what God is going to do in that place the entire weekend. So come on out. Yes. Now, where is real going to be held again? It is held at the River New Wine Glory Ministries at one seven two three five Middle Belt Road in Livonia, Michigan. Come on out! And Friday night we'll be there at seven p.m., which is October the eleventh. October the twelfth, we will be there at nine thirty a.m. And then for October the thirteenth, our twelve noon service. Okay. So come out if anyone is interested. You can go to Eventbrite and register. Or you can hit me up on Facebook. I will be glad to service you. Dr. Teresa Moore. So now you have so much, (laughs) like I said, that's that where you're reaching out to women in the community to help to to fill them up. Yeah. You know, to help them heal from their past and to keep marching forward into their futures. And I just I love that. I really do. My my. For my love logical families who are coming together through fostering, Mm -hmm. through adoption, Mm -hmm. through, um, you know, marriage, the blended families. Oftentimes you have conflict. Mm -hmm. You may have, you know, some some uneasiness Mm -hmm. that come. You know, mm-hmm. with 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 love logical families first coming together, and when I when I think of you and I think of your bio, your 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 clinic mm-hmm. would be a. Do you refer to it as a clinic? Well, it's a building. Okay, your building. <laughs> no. <laughs> 
your clinic, you offer counseling services. Yes, yes. For for families, for mm-hmm. individuals, mm-hmm. you know, um, for children as well. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, for any person that is dealing with a crisis situation. Mm-hmm. And I want to um, just go back and you know, Love Logical is special to me since you told me about it mm-hmm. because somebody else took me in. You yes. know, and so. DNA is not required. You know, you don't have to have blood to be family. Blood does not necessarily have to be present. And so had it been not for Ms. White helping me out, where would I be? Yeah. And so, yes, it's uneasy. Yes, it's a trust factor in the beginning because, uh, you know, when you bring individuals in, they don't know you. And so love reaches. It does. Love covers. I keep getting I keep getting chills over here. Yeah. It does. You it know. Does. So. Mrs. White, is she still here? Oh, no. She was born in 1919. She's oh, been gone wow. a long time. Yes. She was gone. By the time I was in um, junior high school, you know, she had transitioned on. And my mother was back. So, you know, she did her job. She did her job with me. The stories yeah. that she must have shared with you. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> being born in 1919. Yeah, oh, my goodness. You know what was hilarious is I was a kid, and I remember the washing machine that you put the clothes in the middle, and it shook, yes. and you rolled it, <laughs> and you rolled it through the top. So I, I was rolling clothes through the top as a young kid, My grandfather going outside with mm-hmm. them clothes hanging, hanging, hanging them up, them hanging them up on the clothesline, and hanging them up. And she was a firm believer. You were getting up at five o'clock. I'm like, why are we getting up at five? We would get up at five. First thing you had to do every day was make your bed. Yes, you had to make your bed. Then you, you still had to do go, it, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> well. Shameless plug sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, it mm-hmm. was it was very important. And you had the next thing, you had to take a bath. I had to take a bath every day. I mean mm-hmm. literally because yes. that's in my makeup. Mm-hmm. And you know, do your hygiene. And the next thing you did was well, you went to cook breakfast. You cooked a meal. So it was important that she showed me on early. You know, these are the fundamentals. These are the things you have to do to take care of your household. Because mm-hmm. she had Pappy. I called her Baby. So Flora White's <laughs> name was Bebe and her husband, which was James White, he was Pappy to me. Wow. And so they were Bebe and Pappy to me until Pappy died. And Miss White wanted to take me to California with her. But at that time, my mother had got herself together and I needed to be up here. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But she she did an amazing job. She did. She did an amazing she job. She really did. Um, Just showing me and teaching me. I, some of those fundamentals I was able to give to my daughter. And it is my desire, my hope, and my prayer that my grandchildren will benefit from some of the things she instilled in me. That's so. just that that I'm 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 actually speechless here because I'm trying to hold in um tears because <laughs> when you were talking about that, it reminded me of going down south mm-hmm. and same thing. You get up in the morning, mm-hmm. you know, you you make sure that Everything is taken care of. You take care of yourself. You know, you get yourself bathed. Mm-hmm. And breakfast was the largest meal mm-hmm. of the day. Mm-hmm. You had multiple meats. Mm-hmm. You had multiple choices. You know, it was just, you know, you had fresh eggs from the chicken mm-hmm. and everything. And it's just just to think about that. And did you make ice cream? We did make ice cream. <laughs> We made ice cream. We made a lot of stuff. We made ice cream. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I was picking beans and peas and stuff at five, six o'clock in the morning. So, I mean, we made a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. But 
the the thing that really stuck with me is just the relationship. Mm-hmm. It's in that kitchen. And then when Miss White um, moved, then I went with my biological grandmother to mm-hmm. her house. And my grandmother loved Hagenaz regular ice cream. butter pecan ice cream. So every Friday she would have ice cream and I would sit at her feet. Mm-hmm. I literally would sit at her feet and she would just talk while Jeopardy was playing. So I got some good memories, you know, but the the beginning wasn't so great. But the latter part was cool. Look at the memories that you got. Yeah. Just just through wisdom. Yeah. Yeah. Through wisdom. And then you also learn that everything in life can change for the better because your mother made that change. She did. Yes. You know what I love about who God is is, you know, again, your uh, beginning does not have to dictate your ending. My mother, he completely gave her a radical mind shift. She uh, accepted Jesus Christ as our personal Savior. She was going to church. She was reading her Bible. She was attending service as well. She not only attended, she was serving. And so she began to speak the things to me that I thought that I should have gotten early Mm -hmm. on. So I didn't miss a beat. God did not allow me to miss a beat. And he also, he loved me so much that the last day that she was on this earth, she talked to me. She had a, a a full conversation with me, and she told me she loved me. She told me everything that a child would want to hear from their mother that I never got to hear. Mm-hmm. So after she talked to me, then she was able to go home and be with the Lord. So that made me feel better. It didn't take away the pain or the sting, but it made me feel better. It was a healing for It me. was healing for me because I was able to get closure. And it was also— um, yeah, Michelle's crying here, right? <laughs> so I was able to get closure. And so it was at that moment that I knew that I needed to help other women, other people, other individuals get closure. We all need closure. We do. We need closure. And so many years when I thought that, you know, she just didn't want me, she just didn't love me, and I felt abandoned, and I felt betrayed, and I was harboring all of those things, the reality was is that, she was dealing with her own demons, her own situations, and she did the best she could with what she had. You said that you were a teen mom. Yeah, I, I was pregnant. Um, uh, I was pregnant at 19. I had 19. a baby at 19. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And your mother, mm-hmm. was she younger when she had you as well? Yes. My mother's first child, she uh, had my brother when she was 13. And um, so she was pregnant at 12. And then she had my sister. Um, I believe she was 16 when she had my sister. And then she had me when she was 23, 22 or 23. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, she had children early. Um, some of that was not her fault. But, um, yeah, so she the hand she was dealt. Um, so when I told you early on my story about being a um, crack baby, mm-hmm. I guess she was trying to uh, escape her pain and the things she was going through. And I couldn't understand that. But naturally, I wouldn't because I didn't know the story then. But now that I know the story, she did the best she could with what she had. And so once I found out the story, I was able to love her wholeheartedly. I was able to receive healing. So when she left here, there was nothing blocking us. We had a very good relationship. And look at who you are. That just... Who you are is... It's amazing that every step along the way from Miss White to your biological grandmother 
to your mother. Yeah. Every every step along the way brought you to where you are today. And now you've taken all of that experience and wisdom and you're helping other families. You're helping other people. You're helping them become better them, better, better them, better than better themselves, who they are. And you can mm-hmm. tell she's got me all discombobulated <laughs> here because I've been sitting here trying my best not to not to cry. But you're helping people become better people and to love themselves mm-hmm. more, to heal from their past. And that to me is very special of being within that mental health industry. Being in a mental health professional. Oftentimes we believe that we choose careers. We don't. This, we don't. This chose me. I was created for this, mm-hmm. literally. And all this is is a servant. I was created to serve. Your and life so experiences took you. It took me here. Right here. And there's two things that I live by. Number one, I want to live a life poured out. I don't want to leave nothing else here. Everything that I have within me, I want to share and I want to give. It is my desire to see every person, not just women, not mm-hmm. just men, but every person person healthy, happy, and whole. Whatever it takes for them to get there, I want to help. I want to be that catalyst so that they can get there. You know, within within the African-American community, counseling was taboo when mm-hmm. I was growing up. Mm-hmm. You know, if you even th- thought about going to counseling, it was like a shh, we don't talk about that. Mm-hmm. Black people don't go to counseling and this, that, and the other. It takes a weak-minded person to go to counseling. Mm-hmm. And somehow, some way, I never felt that way. Good. I forged, I, I've shared it on the show before. I forged my parents' signature mm-hmm. to go see a counselor when I was in high school. Good for you. you good know? for you. <laughs> and I had good counseling sessions up until Blue Cross Blue Shield sent the bill. <laughs> so once the bill was, our services was cut off. <laughs> but I've often gone back through the years because Wonderful. of different things that have happened in my life. And I plan to go back again. Good. You know, and that was one of the things I shared with Mm -hmm. you and Kim. I'm I'm going back into counseling because I need to get rid of some of the cinder blocks Mm -hmm. that have been placed in front of me. And I keep stepping up on them, Mm -hmm. but I want to jump over them. How about step on them and crush them so that they can leave and never return again? When you jump over something, there's a possibility of it still being there. Mm-hmm. You can come back around. Okay. So, you know, that's getting to the, let's get to the core of it. Yes. And so once you get to the core of something, then it has no real reason to return because this dugout is empty. Um, let's not jump on it. And let's not go around it. Oftentimes we, we you know, as individuals, we're going to hurry up and get stuff done. But it takes work. It takes time. It takes time. It takes work. It takes dedication. But you got to know that you're worth it. Mm-hmm. You got to know that I don't care how long it takes. I'm worth this. I th- this. You know what? This is not going to break me. I am built to last. And I know for a fact that I am because I never stay down. 
Well, you can't stay down. I never stay down. You can't. And I won't stay you down. You can't. If we literally, if we, if you're a woman of God, we've, mm-hmm. we've had many, you know, we have conversations mm-hmm. about this. Mm-hmm. But the Bible says, thanks be unto God who always causes us to triumph. So because we always win in him, we have no, we why, stay down for what? Yep. And even if you have to remind yourself every day, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. I am his elect. I am his beloved. I am his chosen. You have to speak the word over yourself. Because that's the only way we're gonna come. We're gonna get through this thing. But it's also, you know, I need I need to put this out there. God has created individuals to to help. Mm-hmm. He counselors are needed. Therapists are needed. And sometimes we think that the pastors can solve everything. No. Sometimes you need to sit down and deal with stuff. We want to put the rug over him. You talked about families, uh, uh, mainly African-American families, but I'll say families in general in across general. the board. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was a thing. What goes on in this house stays in this house. And oftentimes families were dealing with situations that were huge, incest, molestation, things that were going on, and it had to be hushed, hush. Well, now, guess what? There is help out here. You don't have to harbor that. You get stressed out. You have high blood pressure. You, your body starts breaking down when you have to harbor and hold all those things. We are in a place now where there's there. Every time I turn around, there's somebody else that's coming through a co- a college course or getting their LPC, their license, mm-hmm. becoming a licensed uh, practicing uh, therapist, you mm-hmm. know, counselor. And I see them all the time. There's help out here. So the mindset that was back in the day. That should no longer be, they shouldn't even be harboring that because guess what? It's help out here. Let's get it. You were saying earlier that even therapists need therapists. Absolutely. I got to talk to people. Listen, (laughs) listen, I see a lot of people that have some tremendous problems. Mm -hmm. And guess what? We work through them. But at the end of the day, I can't go home and talk to Fred. I can't take my sessions home. You know, confidentiality, I I uphold that. I can't call and talk about people's sessions. But what I can do, I can pray them and leave leave it at the altar with the Lord. But then I got to go sit on somebody else's couch so I can debrief. So I won't be all over the place so that I can maintain being stable and healthy and whole. That's important. Yeah. You got to have people outlets. You got to have, I have a mentor. Mm -hmm. I have people that I talk to. Yeah. And then I got a good group of sister friends who will pray me through some stuff and talk to me. And then I got a church home. (laughs) So, you know, there's outlets for me. Yes. And then when when I feel like it's too much, Mm -hmm. I'm going to the beach. I'm going to put my feet in the sand. And a lot of people don't have that. But I want everybody to know the help is available. You have to learn. One of the things that I learned Mm -hmm. over the last, um, the last, I'd say less than five years Mm -hmm. is how to release. Yeah. How yeah. to go to the water yeah. and how to release. How That's yeah. where I find my peace. Yeah. You know, last week I was at the water, beautiful fountain, and then there was a rainbow. Mm, beautiful. That brought such a peace inside. And I said I smiled from my toes mm. to my lips. That's amazing. You know, because of the beauty of it all. And it just, it makes me feel so good mm. when I'm looking at his creation and nothing yeah. else. Yeah. Nothing yeah. else. I don't see anyone human. Yeah. I just see his creation. Isn't that wonderful, though? That just takes you back to scripture. It like, is. He created all that. He's a mastermind. He's an architect. Yes. All by himself. Yes. So to see... It's it's just his glory. I mean, I can look around every day. I see I see something that reminds mm-hmm. me of him, and because he is so amazing, 
And so it's important. But the biggest thing is, you know what you need. Mm-hmm. We as individuals, we know what we need. We know what we need. And sometimes we're afraid to admit it. Mm-hmm. Or Absolutely. Or we have an issue with facing the reality of what's inside of us. The reality of our past. Mm-hmm. You know, absolutely. And I know that happens with a lot of people. And that's one of the reasons why I want my love logical families to know there's no shame in going to get counseling. And sometimes counseling is good even when everything is good. Yeah. It's to keep it that way. Yeah. It's maintenance. Maintenance. Yeah. Maintenance. Absolutely. Especially with marriages. With any relationship. Yeah, but relationships take yeah, work, and yeah. relationships are sacrificed. <laughs> if you are not ready to sacrifice, like, listen, I'm gonna be 100. Relationship is a sacrifice. You're mm-hmm. sacrificing to make sure that that other party need their needs are being met. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, you want your needs met too, but relationships is a sacrifice, and everything we do is a sacrifice. Are you willing to sacrifice? Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. And one of the things you said, you know, when I said to you, we know what we need. Oftentimes, we don't believe we deserve to get what we need. And that's some shame, you know, shaming. Mm-hmm. You do deserve to be healthy. You do deserve to be happy, healthy, healed, whole. You deserve that. To feel joy. Joy, happiness, peace. Yes. You yes. deserve that. Those things are afforded to us daily. But we have to be willing to tap into those things. We have to be willing to go after that. Mm -hmm. We have to. What would your advice be to someone, a blended family coming together, Mm -hmm. and you have a, a biological parent that's not accepting of that union? Yeah. Would you advise for everyone to come to counseling together? Or just the blended family to counsel within themselves to be able to deal with the issues from the from the ex. You're going to have to do two more than one thing. Um, of course, you want the family to come together, but the the biological uh, parent, you need to have some individual sessions with them too. Mm-hmm. Just kind of see where their head is. Sometimes individuals are just angry. And they need to vent and talk about it and work through the anger. But in order for it to work, everybody at one point is going to have to come together, mm-hmm. have to be on the same page. Um, you know, I can't be telling uh, one parent, one. you know, I can't tell you one thing and tell someone else another right. thing. We need to come together as a whole um, because you have children involved. You have the the whole family unit. So I believe that the um, the biological parent will have to have individual services as well as Coming together, but not in the beginning. Mm-hmm. In the beginning, the individual sessions. Yeah. Okay. Just because I know a lot of parents don't understand how children are affected. Absolutely. Um, by relationships. And that's the biggest thing, uh, being able to separate yourself, you know, put the child first. Mm-hmm. Um, oftentimes, we are working on emotions. Uh, we're, we want our way. This is how I feel. Mm-hmm. We, we're gonna, I want it this way. I want it that way. But really... Let's keep the child in mind. Let's put the child at the forefront. What is best for the child? Mm -hmm. And if that means it's not best for the biological parent, but maybe they need the the love logical group, the family to come, Mm -hmm. then that's what it takes. At the end of the day, what's the best choice for the child? I would rather my child have a great love logical parent Mm -hmm. in their life Mm -hmm. than to have what I consider as a step parent. Absolutely. 
you know absolutely that that's just that's me you mm-hmm. know and because that's how i was raised mm-hmm. and it's like don't don't cause more issues than needed in a household mm-hmm. because you want your child to be loved yes you want your child to be loved and be happy if that child has someone who's going to love them right. Yeah. Now, if you're angry because your child is being mistreated, I understand. Absolutely. But everybody needs to come to counseling together there, too. Yeah. But I really want families to start reaching out to have the counseling. Yeah. Have the conversations. Let the children go to counseling so that they can learn coping skills. Absolutely. Because so many of our children, they don't have the coping skills necessary. No, and then they're taking on the world's view of how to cope. Right. And so their life (laughs) is actually fictitious. And so when it doesn't work out the way that they want it to work out, then you have the suicide rate go up, you have the bullying rate go up. So you have so many factors that come into place when individuals really don't know where they fit mm-hmm. or really don't know. Listen, you know, really don't know, again, where they fit. Because with love, log- well, I love love log- logical. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I That's love okay. love logical. I love the fact that <laughs> these families literally love the children. They want them. And they give them a place of safety and peace. And so to me, it's more important that the child is in a well-rounded f- home. Mm-hmm. I don't want to call it facility, a home, because I know mm-hmm. it's their home. Yes. That's more important to me than than anything. I mean, I'm just at a loss for words with that question <laughs> because mm-hmm. I'm just like, wow, I would rather my child be in a place where somebody loved them mm-hmm. than be mistreated. Yes. Even if that meant not with me. Wow. I, I feel the same way. Wow. I feel the same way. You know, my mother, um, my mother was married prior to being with mm-hmm. my dad. Mm-hmm. My mother's ex-husband used to have dinner with us. Mm-hmm. I played with my mother's ex-husband and his wife's kids. Mm-hmm. You know, my Amazing. mother would, my mother always said that whatever happened between the adults had nothing to do with the child. And the child shouldn't have to suffer from it. Absolutely. You know, so my dad and my mother's ex-husband, even after my mother passed, they would go to the gym and work out together. They remained friends. They remained friends. That's awesome. You know, up until my dad passed away. Now, that's maturity. And that's, but, you know, really, to me, it's it's a norm because that's how I was raised. Mm-hmm. But I really wish that more families had that level of maturity yeah, because it would make it easier for the kids. Absolutely. It really would. You know, people look at me and the fact that, you know, I'm in business with my ex-husband. Okay. You know, business and it's business. Mm -hmm. You know, I've learned from, I learned from one of his ex-girlfriends how to reupholster my dining room chairs. Mm -hmm. You know, you're supposed to be able to come together. Women tend to have more issues with me than I do with them. And it's like, I don't want him. I'm, you know, we're, we're co-parents and we're business partners. And I'm going to welcome you into my home and hopefully get to know you, get to know your family, get to know your kids. Because that's who I am. Mm-hmm. You were created to be like that. I was created to be yeah. this way. Yeah, and that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Like I like <laughs> like I just said, that's maturity because mm-hmm. I know a lot of people who could not handle that. But that's a level of maturity that mm-hmm. individuals need to come up to, especially yeah. if you're not together. If you were business partners before, 
You can remain business partners. We weren't. You weren't. So you no. decided to become yes. business. Okay. Yes. Well, yes. good. That was a choice. It was a choice. So you chose yes. to rise above. Yes. Not it was good. a choice because I was able to help um, with the growth of his business within the trucking industry. Oh, wonderful. Because I had a total different um, understanding and that helped everything come together. And it was like, well, we might as well just go on and become business partners. And Amazing. people always say, well, is there any chance you're getting back together? No, that's not the purpose. It's not the, it's not the purpose. It's not the thought. It's not the expectation. It's nothing. None of us grown women. We, <laughs> <laughs> you can do that. <laughs> you can do that. This is yes, business. It's business. You can separate the two. And whoever is in his life, mm-hmm. she is important because she is going to be in my daughter's life. Yeah, and that is important. And he's always going to be important because he is my daughter's father. Mm-hmm. And if anything that affects him affects my daughter. Absolutely. And if it affects your daughter, it, it affects, affects me. You. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yes. And a lot of people don't understand that. Yeah. I've seen kids really hurt, you know, really hurt by relationships. And my daughter's been there because of, you know, a few exes that, you know, didn't want to understand, mm-hmm. you know, and wanted to attack. But I put my daughter in counseling. I'll put I, I counseling is quick in my house. Good. And it needs to be in most yeah. houses. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Yes. And don't sweep me. Don't sweep stuff under the rug. No. Let's deal with it. Yeah, that's my motto. Let's deal with it. We're not putting band aids on areas that need stitches. You need stitches. We're going to get stitches. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. You know, families. It is so important for us to be willing to to step up and and grow up fast let that level of maturity that you know inside of you let that surpass the anger and the hurt and go to counseling go to counseling so you could deal with the anger and the hurt that you had to walk past to get to that level of maturity to say i need help yeah yeah i need help help is available it is available help is available and there's help available in every single community Every single financial bracket. Yes. You don't have to yes. have money to get help. Listen, you can go to Psychology Today. Psychology Today has a website, and all you have to do is punch in the area where mm-hmm. you live, and they are going to give you many faces, many addresses. If you put the Pontiac area in, shameless plug, my, <laughs> face, my face is going to pop up, and you will be able to see me. But again, you know, every area, there is a therapist waiting to assist. But see, a lot of people feel like they can't afford it. But guess what? That's why I want to say yes. Therapy has, um, a lot of therapists do sliding scales. Mm-hmm. So they will work with individuals. I am one of those individuals that do sliding scales. So well, yes. Explain what you mean by a sliding scale. When I scale. say a sliding scale, I'm saying that I will work with you wherever you are. E- mm-hmm. Economically, I work with you wherever you are. What about the um, United Healthcare um, community plans and things like that? So, yes, I have colleagues that accept insurance. I personally don't. Okay. Um, the area that I service a lot of, a lot of those individuals 
they may not have insurance. Mm-hmm. So I cater to them a lot okay. in my area. So I have a lot of colleagues that I deal with that do accept insurance. So if they call me, I'm going to refer them to some great people. Okay. And when she says great people, she yeah. means it because yeah. she's not going to refer you to anyone oh, that she no. would not sit down and talk to herself. Absolutely. If I didn't trust them, mm-hmm. I definitely would not send anybody to them. It matters to me because mm-hmm. my name is out there. And you have that level of respect. And to me, I wanted to have this conversation because you are the woman who you are and you have a level of integrity about yourself. Thank you. The way you, everything about you and the fact that you do have love and love logical in your heart. You do. So we got five minutes here. So let's talk about your your events that you have coming okay. up again. It's a couple events coming up. So this Saturday, mm-hmm. September 28th and Sunday, September 29th, the Women of the Fountain is having the annual Wellspring. It is at Wang Tree Manor at 35100 Van Boren Road in Wang, Michigan. This is a free event. Um, you can give a love offering, though. But we are asking you to come out. And also October 11th through the 13th, uh, the River New Wine Glory, the Women of the River is having the real conference. Uh, you can check us out on Eventbrite for pricing uh, November 8th and 9th at the River again. We're going to be doing <laughs> <laughs> the Ignite Prayer Conference. And guess what? We're having another sister uh, sister self-care retreat December 6th and 7th. Mm-hmm. So if you are interested, look on my page, everybody. Look up Dr. Teresa Moore. Look on my page. Yolanda Scarborough's name is there and you can contact her for um, tickets to come. And then last but not least in December, December 14th, we're having the part two of prayer, uh, the 50 shades of prayer. We had 50 shades of prayer two weeks ago and it was phenomenal. So that will be um, to be announced the location. But again, I will put it on my page. So there's a lot going on. We're inviting you out. Come on out. Join your faith with mine so that we can be healthy, happy, and whole. All right. So you're going to be healthy, happy, and whole with Dr. Teresa Moore. Yeah. Okay. And what's the name of your, what's the name of your clinic? It's called Images Counseling and Mm -hmm. Advocacy Services. Okay. Yes. Images with the E. Okay. So images. Images with an yes. E. Yes. And we are located in Pontiac. But guess what? I also travel. So if you're not in the Pontiac area, you can hit me up and I will come to you. And I do on the road sessions. I do do Facebook sessions. So mm-hmm. we have the capability of doing um, live sessions. So, yeah, I am catering to the society now. Catering okay. whichever way I can. You know, reach the most. That's so what I'm you're doing. truck drivers who are out there on the road. Absolutely. If they need. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Truck drivers. I have clients that are in Vegas. Okay. So there are clients all over. So yes, I will accommodate in whichever way that I can. Okay. So that's images counseling and advocacy services. So love logical families, entrepreneurs, um, anyone out there who, who has, who needs a healing conversation who needs to sit down and talk to a counselor to figure out who they are. Um, if they give me some help here. Yeah, whatever. If you're in a crisis whatever. situation mm-hmm. or even if you're not, you just feel like you need to sit down and have a conversation. Sometimes we need to talk stuff out. Reach out. 
Dr. Yes. Teresa Moore, Imaging, Images Counseling and Advocacy Services, 248-214-7678. Again, Images Counseling and Advocacy Services. I am on Facebook. Uh, I am on Instagram. So hit me up. Yes, and you can find her on Love Logical's Facebook page as well tonight. And this will be up live on, well, I'm sorry, it's going to, the recording will be on all of the social media streaming sites and will be on YouTube next week. So listen to the dates, attend the events. And if you, if you need help, reach out, please. Yeah. You know, love logical, biological by nature, love logical by choice, DNA not required. And you have a true love logical heart sitting here just waiting to embrace you and have you join her family. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate you you all. Thank you for being here and good night.